that mask for All right, beautiful people. I am back with another podcast. This is Monday. I think it's August 10th. Yes. Um, normally I release podcasts at 6 a.m., um, but I'm actually recording the podcast the same day that it's coming out because life is crazy right now. I'm in the middle of a move. I'm sitting in what once was my beautiful little office and it's almost bare except for the furniture that the people who are buying our house are buying from us. And here we are. Life is a little bit crazy right now, but I love doing this podcast. And I'm also committed to sharing the nitty gritty of life, not just the curated, written out, outlined things. I really, I connect with people when they are raw and real and honest and let me in on their process. And so that's what I want to do with you guys. So today I want to talk about three things. I want to talk about plastic surgery. I want to talk about cat anxiety, which I know sounds crazy, but I'll get into that. And then I want to talk about fear of the unknown, which I've touched on many times in this podcast, but I want to start out with plastic surgery. I'm going to try and keep this podcast fairly short because I'm a little short on time. We have to be out of our house literally by this Friday is when we close. So we really need to be out of here on Thursday and I have oh so much to do. So here we go. Plastic surgery. Last week, if you guys follow me on Instagram, on Wednesday, I made a post about plastic surgery and I decided after a lot of research to undergo a plastic surgery procedure, I'm going to have liposuction done on my arms. And there are several reasons for this. One is that my arms have been, always been an area that I've been self-conscious of and working out has never seemed to shape them. I feel myself getting stronger and I can feel muscle underneath, um, in my arms, but they never seem to get toned. And it's something that I've struggled with. It's also something that my mom really struggled with and my grandmother struggled with. So, you know, this is insecure for me, but I'm just going to share it. It's something that in our family was talked about as a point of insecurity by my grandmother, my mother, and me. Um, and it was something that was just kind of like, you know, as you get older, your arms are just going to get bigger. It's part of our genetic line. And it's something that I have always been self-conscious of and also feared in the aging process because I'm like, I'm, I'm already self-conscious of my arms. How is this going to look as I get older? And I work out regularly. This is just so frustrating. And so, um, about a month ago I did research on plastic surgeons in my area and I found one that I really liked and I scheduled a consultation and I write a little bit about this on Instagram and I'm going to write more about it on Instagram and also have Dr. Lober, who is my plastic surgeon, come on the podcast and answer a bunch of your questions. So please submit those at JacquelineSteele.com slash self-discovery pod if you do have plastic surgery questions. But long story short, I went into this consultation. I told him my insecurities and my frustrations with my arms and he said, Jacqueline, 
this isn't your fault. I can tell that you work out, you are in good shape, your BMI is normal, but there are two types of fat. There is genetic fat and then there is like environmental fat, like what you eat that has to do with your diet and and exercise. And what that means is that this secondary fat can be eliminated with diet and exercise, but genetic fat is what you are born with. Um, and it just sticks with your body, no matter the amount of exercise or dieting that you do, you will never be able to change that area of your body. It's just genetically how you were created. And he said with your arms in particular, I can tell that that is specifically genetic fat that is not dietary fat that you are holding on to that is fat that you were born with the day that you entered this world and unless it is surgically removed it is fat that will stay with you until you leave and so I felt immediately such a sense of relief like I'm not going crazy here no matter the chaturangas I do in yoga or bicep curls or push-ups or tricep dips I'm not crazy in that my arms just have not changed no matter what I do. Um, and the plastic surgeon just reinforced all of that. He said, no, unfortunately with the way that, you know, not unfortunately, but with the way that your arms are genetically, no amount of exercise or dieting will change them. Only a surgical procedure can. And so armed with that information, I decided to move forward with this plastic surgery procedure because, you know, even though I'm such a proponent for self-love and acceptance, if I have the ability to change something that is bothering me, then I'm going to do that. And no matter how spiritual I get, I still have a side that is vain and I want to be just completely open and honest with you guys and not bullshit around that. You know, I, I do have aspects of my personality that are ego driven and vanity driven. And this is something that has bothered me for a long time. And so I'm choosing to do something about it. And that procedure is going to take place, um, in a week and a half. So I haven't had it done yet, but that's the skinny on that. It felt incongruent not to share this stuff with you guys because I'm so open in other areas of my life. Um, and you know, since this is a stream of consciousness podcast and I haven't planned it out or outlined it or written it in advance, I will say, you know, I, I'm not necessarily going to share every single aspect of my life because I don't know that that is healthy, but for the parts of my life that I feel like our learning lessons or opportunities to learn or derive wisdom from, for myself, those are the things that I really want to share with other people because I think that's how we learn and that's how I learn um, through other people too is through like being invited into that struggle, into the internal dialogue, into the internal warfare. So that's why I'm sharing this with you guys. And that's why I want to continue to share because we're all just human. We're imperfect and nobody is one thing. We are many, many things stitched together like a beautiful quilt. Okay. So that's all I have to say on the plastic surgery portion of this podcast. Next, I want to talk about cat anxiety. I have been struggling. And if you guys listened to my podcast a couple weeks ago about moving into an RV, I shared with you 
that, you know, things are working out the way that, that they are supposed to. But with our cat, in case you didn't listen to that podcast, I have three dogs and I have one cat. The cat was on the stoop of our house the day we closed on this house a little over four years ago. So we didn't actually get a cat. The cat just came with our house, but he was sickly and he hadn't been taken care of. So we started taking care of him. I took him to the vet or I take him to the vet every year. We feed him, we give him flea and tick treatment, etc. And he's really become part of our family and he's become an indoor outdoor cat. So when the weather is cold, he comes inside. Otherwise he just prefers to be outside on his own. He's very, very independent. And when we moved in a little four years ago, I asked around in the neighborhood if anybody knew whose cat this was. And the answer across the board was, that's just a neighborhood cat. And if you don't live in Georgia, if you don't live in the South, there are, I'm from the Midwest originally, and this just really, really kind of blew my mind. Um, But there are so many stray cats in the South so many and so many feral cats. Um, and so it's not uncommon for there to just be cats in neighborhoods, but I couldn't bear to have this cat not be taken care of. And so he's just really become part of our family. He comes inside, he goes outside, he does his thing. He's very easy to care for because he's so independent and he was used to living on his own many years before he ever came into our lives. Um, and when Sam and I initially decided to get an RV and live in it for the next year or so, we planned on bringing the cat with us um, along with our four dogs. And we knew it was going to be hairy, <laughs> literally and figuratively, but I just couldn't bear the thought of parting with this cat because I love him so much. Long story short, I started training, harness training the cat and I put the harness on the cat and he looked at me as though I betrayed him. He hated it so much. I cannot even describe it to you. And then when it comes to traveling in the car, he gets really, really anxious and he meows incessantly, which is a sign of anxiety. Um, and this cat has not, to my knowledge, been out of this neighborhood maybe ever in his entire life. And so as I started asking around and reaching out to my cat friends, they were like, Harness train the cat as much as you can, try and prepare him, but this is going to be a really, really big job because if he's a male cat and he's used to that neighborhood, taking him out of that neighborhood comes with some risks. Um, one person I know that did that, the cat ran away and they never saw the cat again. And so the people that are buying our house are so awesome. They already have two cats and I just, I reached out to them just getting a feeler on what they think about the cat that we already have. And the woman who's buying our house said, you know, when I saw the cat at your house, it was a good omen for me to buy your house because I love cats and I'm a cat lady um, and I'm obsessed with them. And she was asking about the cat and I said, it's a neighborhood cat that we have adopted. And she said, don't worry, we'll keep him fat and happy. And I was like, wait a second, I wonder if allowing him to be here and to be cared for would actually be better for this cat than taking him with us because taking him with us was really 
it was for me almost as much as it was for the cat because I just don't want to have to worry about him. And then when the buyer of our house said, we will take care of him, I thought maybe this is a really great opportunity. And I said, what if we do a compromise here? What if I make sure he's vetted and he's got all his vaccinations for the year? I pay for his flea and tick and his food. And then in a year, I come pick him up and take him to wherever we're going to be living. Um, and she said that that would be totally fine. She loves cats. She had been wanting to get a third cat anyway. Um, and so it's kind of an ideal scenario for this cat Santiago because he's not going to be ripped from the only home he has known, but he will still be cared for and loved. And even just a week ago, this, the buyer texted me and she was like, what kind of treats does Santiago like? I'm going to order him some. And so she's already anticipating getting to know him. And if I talk about this too much more, I'm going to cry because I love this cat so much. And he's become such a big part of our family. And I've struggled with this decision to the point where it's kept me up at night, multiple nights, because I love animals so much and I feel like they are such a gift from God. And so leaving him behind for this next leg of our journey is just something I'm really, really struggling with. But I keep coming back to this base level decision of like, what is best for this cat is taking him out of the environment that he knows and is comfortable in and putting him in a constantly traveling environment going to be better for him or knowing he's safe and sound in the place that he chose to call home and is being cared for and loved and fed, is that better for the cat? And I think it's better for the cat to be in the environment that he knows where he'll be loved and cared for. And then in a year we can reassess and take him to wherever we are. Cause as he gets older, I do want to make sure that He's got everything that he needs. So that's the cat anxiety part of this. I'm just really struggling because again, I love him so much and I don't want him to feel abandoned um, in any way because he's become such a part of the family. But I also know that even when I just put him in the car to take him to the vet, he freaks out. So I feel like it would stress him out so much to be traveling so much and then being in different environments and cli- and climates all the time. Whereas with our dogs, except for Shiloh, Tumnus and Pippin have already traveled all over the country and Shiloh is so adaptable. And so traveling with the dogs is just not nearly as hard and, tra- and Shiloh has made short trips already. So, oh, it's just... <sighs> It's hard. And that goes into the next part of this podcast, which is fear of the unknown. And this ties together perfectly with the cat because I am a person that is a perfectionist. I've talked about perfectionism on this podcast before, but I want everything that is in my realm of control and responsibility to have the best care possible and to be loved beyond a shadow of a doubt and putting the care of this precious cat into somebody else's hands is just really, it's hard for me. It's really hard for me, but I think it is what is best for this precious cat. So please pray for him. I think he's going to be so loved and cared for. Um, but I'm, I'm definitely struggling with the decision and fear of the unknown. I keep vacillating from 
I cannot wait to be on the road and traveling and experiencing and adventuring. And oh my gosh, what are we doing? I have loved this house. I'm never going to own it again. And there's an international pandemic. Like, what are we thinking? But I know my heart and I know how I felt these last few years living in Georgia. And while I'm just going to get totally honest and some people may judge me for this, but I'm, I'm just going to say it. I have not felt like Georgia is my home ever. I have loved my house. I have loved my yard. I love my friends and I love my family that live here, but I have never since we hit the soil of Georgia felt like this is my home or this is where I want to be long-term. Um, and I've moved around a lot. I've lived in a lot of places, something like 10 or 11 States. I studied abroad in Europe. I've traveled. I've been so fortunate to travel pretty extensively and my heart just knows places that it loves and is drawn to. And I have never felt that way in Georgia and we've been here for six years. So I feel like I have given it such a good go. I've given it the good old college try, as they say. I've really tried to integrate so many people here. I love and respect and will miss so much, but I have never felt at home here except in my house. And so in the short term, the fear is, are we making the wrong decision? I do love this house and we're selling it. But the long-term vision is, I, I've i never really felt like this was my place and life is short and I want to live in a place that I feel like is my place. And my husband feels very much the same. He's much more... um not adaptable. We're both adaptable. He is not as set on living in a certain area as I am, but he also appreciates the same things that I appreciate, which are like physical landscape, beauty, accessibility to really high quality food, forward thinking culture, that kind of stuff. And while Georgia has many, many beautiful things, um, those values that I think are important are harder to come by here. Um, and so when it comes to fear of the unknown, we are stepping into this chapter that we have no idea what's about to occur. We don't even know where we're going to put down roots next. We have, um, an idea but we still have a lot to check out and a lot to see until then. And so there's so much unknown and the perfectionist in me and the part of me that does like structure and routine. I don't always like structure and routine, but I do like a semblance of structure and routine so that I feel like I can be productive. All of that stuff has just been completely uprooted over the last couple of weeks no, not even the last couple of weeks, the last couple of months. Um, since the end of May, early June, when we made this decision to <laughs> sell our house and move into an RV and travel the country. So I feel like I haven't had my morning routine. I haven't really had my exercise schedule. I haven't slept well. Sleep has been so elusive for me. Um, and also 
it's super hot in Georgia right now. And at night it gets really hot. And so it's just harder for me to sleep in the summer here anyway. And so basically my whole life is just kind of flipped upside down right now. And that puts everything for me and my personality off kilter. And so it makes looking at what the next few months is going to look like a little bit scarier because I'm not coming from a place of groundedness. I'm coming from a place that's already uprooted. But like Glennon Doyle says, the braver I become, the luckier I get. And I think that's what's happening here. I think I'm being uprooted for a reason. And I think the essence of my soul knows Georgia has been wonderful for us. It's afforded us a lot of opportunities. It's been nice to be closer to family. I've made some of the best friends that I will ever have here. Um, but I think the essence of my soul knows this is not where I am supposed to be. I have done what I needed to do here and now it's time to move forward. And that is a scary feeling, especially because we don't know what we are moving forward to. This isn't a normal move where you go, okay, I'm moving from Santa Rosa, California to Atlanta, Georgia, or now we're in Athens, Georgia, because we've moved around several times while we've been in Georgia. But you know, that's a pretty straightforward thing. Like I'm going from one place to another place and here we have it. Right now we're going, okay, we're leaving Athens and we have an RV but we don't know where we're going to next. We don't know what's going to happen. So we have stuff in a storage unit. We have stuff piled up that we think is going to go into our RV. We have stuff set aside for the next couple of weeks where we're kind of in limbo and probably staying at my in-laws house or I'll be staying at my best friend's house. It's just, this is a very chaotic time and I'm trying to learn to be the stillness within that chaos because that's the only choice that I have right now. If I give into the anxiety, I don't sleep. And that still happens. I'm not perfect at any of this. That happened the other night when I was thinking about the cat. It happened multiple times at the beginning of this month when I was thinking about the cat. Um, and so I am just doing what I can to take deep breaths, to be grounded, to be peaceful, as peaceful as I can be in a chaotic time and to do what I can do because there's so much that's out of my control right now that I just can't do anything about and it does no good to worry about it. So that's really what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to touch on the plastic surgery, the cat and the anxiety that I'm feeling around that. And then fear of the unknown. And I think fear of the unknown in a time like this, this just goes with the territory. And in life, we can choose to try and eliminate fear from our lives, or we can try and learn from fear in our lives. And I want to be one of those brave people that tries to learn from the fear and move forward in spite of it, instead of cowering underneath it or behind it, because like I said earlier, and we all know this, life is short. It's not promised. It can be taken in an instant. And I really want to live. I want to breathe deeply. I want to see the sights. I want to experience cultures. I want to experience food. I want to, I want to live. I want to vibrantly, explosively, bravely live. And that requires pushing through fear and addressing it and learning from it. There's no way around it. So that's how I'm feeling today. We are 
again in the middle of a move. I'm in my empty office and it feels, oh, it just feels so weird. But I wish you all a happy Monday. Just know that I am sending loving vibrations to each and every one of you. I have my hand over my heart right now. And I pray that all of us during this time of uncertainty and chaos, not just for me, but for the world, that for those of us that have the ability to be conscious, to be grounded, to be centered, that we connect together, even if it's just energetically and send out healing and peaceful vibrations to the rest of the world, because we need it right now. We really, really need it. I love you guys. And I hope that you have a fabulous Monday. I'll talk to you next Monday. Bye. You have been listening to self-discovery with Jacqueline Steele. For more information or to submit a question, please visit JacquelineSteele.com slash pod. On Instagram, I am at Jacqueline Steele, and that's J-A-C-L-Y-N-S-T-E-E-L-E. And on YouTube, you can find me at YouTube.com slash official Jacqueline Steele. If you haven't already, please sign up for my High Vibe Thursday newsletter, where I send one email a week aimed at inspiring and elevating your day because you freaking deserve it. You can sign up in the show notes or by visiting my website, JacquelineSteele.com. May you go and be big and brave and bold today. Remember that life gets easier when we know who we are. And as always, and until next time, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Mm -hmm.